The Small Business Show, episode number 125 for Wednesday, June 8th, 2017. Greetings, folks, and welcome to The Small Business Show here at businessshow.co, the show by, for, and about small business owners here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. And in the San Francisco Bay Area, I'm Shannon Jean. How are you, man? I am actually doing well this week. Kind of a crazy week, but they all are. Uh, we got the holiday next week, which is going to screw right. something up. But um, but it'll be fun. So that's good. It's nice to have summer and all of yeah. that. So, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, we're getting out of here for a few days as well, so it'll be there nice. But before we can play, you know, we got to take care, take care of business. Um, and hey, so we have a couple of guests today. Uh, and we're, we're going to talk about virtual reality and augmented reality. You know, you hear these words. Fun. All, yeah, they're kind of thrown around a lot. Uh, you hear about a lot these days. Much of it sounds like, you know, it will be great someday. But there there are small businesses out there that are already taking advantage of and uh, creating businesses around it today. So joining us on the show is Chase Dittmer and TJ Deshaw, co-founders of Gropo VR Studios and GovRed. So welcome to the show, guys. It's great to be here. Yep, thanks. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So, uh Give us give us some background. You guys sound like uh, serial entrepreneurs. Every time I talk to you, we've got a new business <laughs> popping up, which is it sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, give us tell us about your background and um, how you got started working together. Yeah, so like a lot of uh, I guess entrepreneurs, I've been I've been self or not self employed, but I guess you could say self employed. I've been running my own businesses since I was like fourteen, fifteen. Uh, I started with like a I had a t shirt company, and then I used to sell like snapback hats before. Like I'd take the old like vintage ones before they became popular again, and I would just start reselling those. I had a few e commerce sites all while I was in high school, and then my senior year of high school, I actually had this uh, iPhone repair business. I called it iJeweler. I was doing <laughs> complete awesome. customizations and stuff. And this is back when like, so it was, I think it was the iPhone 4S was out. So it was pretty easy to do the repairs and stuff. So yeah. I made quite a bit of money while I was in high school. And then um, I used that to pretty much pay for my college. Nice. Wow. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. So obviously, uh, you know, Grillpo is not your first company. Uh, what, what was the impetus for, for getting started in the, uh, the VR business? Yeah, so it was about uh, well, when May, was it? May 2016, I'm, I want to say. Yeah, when the Vive was like the commercial, the consumer version of the Vive was first released, and um, my friend, so TJ here had uh, we've been friends for years, and he's always been building PCs. He's uh, how many PCs have you built and sold? Uh, I mean, just throwing a number out there, maybe like 50 yeah. or 60 or something. 50, yeah, 50, awesome. 60 gaming computers that he's been selling, and he's always had the best hardware. And so um, when the when the Vive came out, he had the computer capable of doing it. And we actually did a demo and we tried it and we were like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing I've ever tried in my life. We went and bought a Vive like right on the spot. And then um, June 1st, uh, we opened a, a virtual reality studio, like a virtual reality arcade in our in Battle Creek, Michigan. And so, nice. um, so yeah, we jumped right into it from the beginning. And I, within like the first two or three months, I think we did like 500 demos. Wow. Um, that's cool, man. That's a, that's a supply, nice demand for that. So uh, that that space is uh, other people can come, you know, strap on the goggles, connect to your machines, and experience VR, that kind of thing, or create it. What, what? Um, yeah, they can they can do that. Um, and then we are just working on some other projects. So that's why we kind of called it a studio, but it was more along the lines sure. of an arcade. And we were just doing a lot of demos. Um, yeah, the first ones in like Southwest Michigan to have a virtual reality arcade. 
That's great. That's very cool. So uh, I, I see a lot of information up on the website. Um, who's, who's your target customer? Uh, well, right now, so we're GovReds are like our primary focus right now. So the GrowPo VR is kind of like just like the umbrella. Um, yeah, definitely. Almost testing the waters kind sure. of. Sure. And then so then we pivoted uh, with. And so with GovRed, we're really focusing right now on like military and then like law enforcement. Um, and we're designing training simulators for them. Now, that's interesting. So. T- talk a little bit about uh, more about that. That your that target customer, in military, uh, police, or government agencies, and, and how how are they using uh, you know virtual reality in in their day to day stuff? Yeah. So um, when we so when we had the arcade open, we had um, a lot of like so we how many how many police officers came through fifty? Oh wow. Maybe? Yeah. So we had a lot of police officers come and do demos and they were just talking and we just, we were just asking them questions like how, how's train, what do you guys use for training right now? What, um, what are your current options? What are the problems that you guys see with the training simulator or with like the training sessions? And they just said that they don't have a lot of like they're once they leave the police academy, they don't do a lot of like combat or like live shooter training. And so then we were thinking, then like a light bulb went on in our head, like, yeah. Oh man, this is, this is a perfect opportunity for this. Sure. Yeah, that's cool. Well, that's great. It's, you know, you're pivoting and, and looking at, uh, you know, what feedback your customers are giving you and coming up with something to serve them. And finding a way to capitalize on tax dollars. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's a big, I would imagine, a very big market uh, for, for that service. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, so, so okay, let's talk about the arcade for a minute, and then I want to I want to get into GovRed. How did you guys market it? I mean, what what worked best for you to get the name out and have people start coming into the the shop? Yeah, so we used uh, Facebook, um, and we did like some Facebook targeted ads and stuff. Mm. So mostly social media. Yeah, mostly social okay. media. But word of mouth for that just blew up in, insane because I mean a lot of the, these people have never tried virtual reality, so it was like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing I've ever tried in my life. I'm gonna go tell ten friends about it. Yeah, right. and then great. we started. Uh, so and we would always record every. So everybody that would come in, we would record them, do get their demo, and put it on YouTube. So then they shared it on their own social media channels, and it was just a lot of just like viral, like social, uh, like yeah, just normal doing it through their social networks. That's cool. Well, you know, it sounds like one of the the big benefits or, uh, uh, you know, part of the, the secret sauce, if you will, was reacting quickly and getting, you know, not talking about it for six, eight months, but actually mm-hmm. jumping in and getting the site up and running. Yeah, like with the arcade, I mean, we never, we never created a business plan up front that, uh, as soon as we went and got an art, we got an office space, um, and then we just kind of figured everything out after that. And then, we had custom the first day we had it open. We had customers in there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the that's way sweet. to do it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. you can yep. you can figure everything out uh, as as you go along. I, I think you know. I've always said business plans are best when written in in arrears, like in retrospect. Like, okay, we fi- we tried a bunch of things that failed, mm-hmm. that failed, that failed. This succeeded. Awesome. There's our business. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, and I mean it changes every day. So every you just, day. You just really you yeah. really have to adapt. And I mean, like uh, like we had to produce a business pl- to get in the accelerator right now. We had to produce sure. a business plan for GovRed, and that's changed a couple of times since we've been here. Of course, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so let's talk about that. You mentioned uh, before we started, uh, you know, recording the show that you're at uh, a business accelerator event right now. T- talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So uh, last week, yeah, it was last week mm-hmm. on Monday was our first day. Uh, we're at the Iowa Startup Accelerator. It's in Cedar Rapids, uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And um, yeah, so we've, we're in their accelerator right now. It's, it was a 12 month commitment, but they have this 30,000 square foot building with a bunch of resources. And um, it's been so far, it's been really helpful. We've uh, 
we've been learning a lot. Um, they have like a VR like studio here. So we're able to take advantage of that and they have like a prototyping lab and stuff. So yeah, we're making some pretty cool stuff for VR here. Uh, yeah, that's killer. And do they provide like other support services and things for small yeah. businesses to yeah, get legal, you legal support, marketing support, design support, um, engineering stuff. Um, they help oh, us yeah, with our presentation great. and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's a great resource. That's pretty yeah, cool. It like it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, you don't have to go through the details, but I'm assuming you, you give some level of equity to them. Is that how this works or is? Yeah. It, but okay. it's pretty, it's pretty minuscule. It's, sure. like, it's not much in like we had to create a new business to come to this. So we like incorporated in Delaware and stuff using the clerky, which yep. it's good resource. I don't know. I'm not, I have no affiliation with them. So I'm not trying to plug them, but sure. uh, <laughs> great resource. And I mean, it was very helpful. I was able to get all like the legal documents in a couple hours. Uh-huh. Oh, and it's yeah, called Clerky, C-L-E-R-K-Y. Is that right? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's a Y Combinator backed uh, startup. Oh, that's pretty that's cool. cool. Yeah. Some competition for LegalZoom and those guys. That's yeah. Good. yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's that's very cool. So you, you you fill all this out or you did an application and they go through and contact you and say, here's what you guys got to do to come in and uh, participate. Is that how it Yeah, works? we are one of three teams that got invited, um, which and the crazy thing is, so I had like the application date for this accelerator, like in my calendar, but I had it wrong, I guess. And so then I, <laughs> I checked like that week and it was like, oh, this application's due tomorrow. Sure so it was I, that night. It was I that night. Yeah, uh, it was that nice. night. So I had, I've stayed up all night I, and I submitted like right at 12. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, luckily, luckily, I guess the, we did pretty well on the application. Then we had like an interview with them. So sure. Sure. That's really cool. God. That's awesome. So, you know, moving fast is a huge benefit, but it, you know, you can also, uh, you know, kind of run over things and maybe forget things sometimes or, you know, mistake, make mistakes and that kind of thing. And, and we're, we're big fans of mistakes on this show because they teach us all, you know, so much in, in setting all this up and getting things going really quick, you know, is there one mistake that you think you guys made that you learned a lot from of, of that's going to help you move them forward? Um, I guess the biggest thing that we like, the biggest mistake that we made is like making assumptions about your customers before you actually talk to them. Mm-hmm. So like you can, uh-huh. you can design like a product, but if you're not actually talking to customers, there's not really a, like the, you're, you're building a product for somebody that's not, that doesn't really have a problem or they might not actually use this. So yeah. it's better to like talk to the customers and then like design your product around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that's- Brilliant, man. I mean, we're at, we have an upcoming show. We're going to talk about, you know, reasons that businesses fail. And that, that is absolutely uh, right up there. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah. Making you know, a product you, for no one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for, or even for yourself, you know, if you think it's so awesome and you want to do this thing, mm-hmm. even though that's great um, and you want to make a product that's going to please you or a service that's going to please you as well, you have to know if people are going to, you know, sign up for the thing and use it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we learned. Like they helped us with that uh, here um, because I mean, when we got here, we wanted to go like I have two engineers on my team. So they we wanted to go right into the engineering and start like actually physically creating a product. And they're like, no, 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 you guys have to hold up um, a little bit. And like so then they've had us doing these like customer discovery interviews and stuff. And I mean, we've learned a lot. Our business, like I said earlier, our business has changed a few times since we've been here and it's only been a week and a half. Yeah, that's cool. And and how long are you guys going to be uh, as part of the accelerator? Uh, well, we have launch day on the December seventh. Wow. So um, that that's Dude. the that's the day that we're going to be like unveiling like what we've been working on. But we've that's cool anywhere between six and twelve months. 
That's great. Wow. No, you're, you're going to be, you know, un- completely different uh, business owners by the time you get through that. I'm sure that's, that's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, even, even the, I would quote unquote call a year together. We've just had so many different adaptions we've had to make, uh, and so many different changes to the, the company. I got, from this perspective, I got to imagine, or it makes sense, maybe a better way to put it, why so many small businesses fail. They go, you know, they go straight in spearheading, you know, their idea and they don't, they don't adapt at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, and to an extent that's not going to get you anywhere. Sure. Right. Yeah. And that's such a great thing with the, an accelerator like that or any kind of mentorship programs you get, you know, you guys are jacked up, you're, you're excited, you're jamming through. And, that, and that's a huge part of it, having that energy to carry forward your, you know, your idea and be passionate about it. But also having someone say, oh, hang on, hang on, do this first and then and that. So, uh, yeah, I think you guys are really going to benefit from that. Yeah, you know, it's cool. and it's kind of funny too because uh, with, with all the mentors and uh, their experience, it's, we kind of joke around about, or at least they do, around you know if a mentor you give them your spiel, your pitch, whatever, uh, and they go through it and they and they only give positive feedback. It's almost kind of a bad thing because then they don't see anything wrong or they're just being too nice. Yeah, we have to tell the people yeah. to be mean to us because um, they want to be nice. They want to be supportive. But, yeah, we usually ask them, like, we'll go into, like, a mentor meeting and be like, tell us why you don't think this will work. Tell us what you think we're doing wrong. And I mean, and I, I, we learn so much more from that negative feedback than we gain anything from positive feedback. Yeah, that totally makes sense. You know, I mean, you, you need somebody to pick holes and, you know, tear apart your idea and your concept uh, so you can you know learn from it. So exactly. That's, cool. that's very cool. So what do you think is the, the biggest obstacle to your success? And, and so are you are you really focused on GovRed right now? That's really kind of where your, your yeah, that's what uh, energies the, are. Okay. That's where our focus is right now. Yeah. So what do you think that your, your biggest obstacle in, in that space is? And, and uh, maybe you haven't even found it yet, but uh, at this point, what do you think the biggest obstacle is and how are you going to overcome it? Uh, you know, I think sometimes our age is, you know, some might be overlooked, but uh, to other people, yeah. you know, you got two 22 year old, you know, quote unquote kids coming in with this idea and whatnot. And it's, it's hard to say, you know, here's a large sum of money. We're just going to trust you. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's sure. hard to, to give a, to give a good big contract to a fast talking, like 22 year old, but uh, so, <laughs> yeah. so you guys probably like, talk a lot faster than pe- than people that live in Iowa. Is that right? I mean, you seem, oh, yeah. you, you talk way faster than most people that I grew up around and I grew up near New York. So yeah. This oh, yeah. Is- we're a little fast paced. We got to slow down a lot of times. To, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and usually it's like the first like time we'll meet someone like we'll spend the first 15 minutes like just doing a complete like dump of just like knowledge because I mean we're of excited and, yeah. and we have so we know so much about this and then in a lot especially like with the virtual reality stuff we're going into somebody who can going into these meetings with people who have a hard time working Microsoft Word and then we're dumping all this terminology and stuff on yeah. them that it's it's sometimes we just need to slow down yeah yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That but, but don't but don't slow down in general. I mean, yeah. I, you know, you, you take that energy and let it keep fueling you along. I mean, that's huge. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so, OK, so how do you overcome that? I mean, what, how do you get uh, past that point where you're right? And I've been there. And as a, as a young you know man, as, you know, I've got a bunch of companies that I've started. And when I was younger, my problem was always hiring people that were much older than me and figuring out a way to get them to do what I, you know, do what I asked them to do. Uh, but, but what's your, what's your plan for, you know, how, how do you bring those people? Cause they're valuable, like you said, and, uh, how do you get them into your, onto your side? Well, with VR, it's kind of, 
pretty easy. I mean, we just we just put the headset on them and let that do the talking for us. <laughs> you know, yeah, we always kind of joke around. If we can just get them to try out the headset, the headset does the talking for us. Yeah, well, if we, I mean, like literally, we just have to get in the door. We um, we put them in the headset. We do have them go through this training, and I have yet to see someone take off one of these virtual reality headsets without the biggest smile on their face. <laughs> Nice. So, so let, letting the product really sell is, is kind of your, you know, uh, way you over overcoming that, right? Exactly. That makes sense. That's, that's very cool. Um, that's really good. So, uh, tell me, TJ, your backgrounds in, in hardware and, and chase yours is you're, you know, done lots of different business things. And, uh, is, is this the first company that you guys have worked together on? Um, so we've known each other since we were like in fourth grade. So we've been friends since we were since we were really little. And I mean, like our last names, his is uh, Dishon, mine's Dittmer. There's only like so like even in like elementary school and stuff. Every time you go alphabetical order, we were standing right next to each yeah, other. Yeah, we always had our lockers together in middle school and high school because you know you have DIS and DIT. Yeah. So oh almost, yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, everything just kind of fell into place. And so That's we've been talking cool. about building a business together since we were little. And then um, and then with the VR, it was like okay, this is great. And then. That's how yeah. it went from there. That's really cool. I love it. I love it. So, uh, did you guys? And, and I don't know where you're at. Did you guys move together out to that area to to be part of the uh, accelerator? Yeah, yeah. So I went to school like in West Palm Beach, Florida, and then he went to uh, Michigan State. So then once once we got accepted in the accelerator, we kind of just dropped what we were doing, and then we were like, all right, we're moving out to Iowa. It was like what was it? Two week notice. Yeah, yeah. It was like wow. two and a half week notice. So it was uh, it was a bumpy ride to get here, but uh, sure. You know, having said that, it's definitely worth it. And, uh, you know, now we have a house we live in together. Nice. Uh, so even, uh, you know, even when we come back from work, we can always discuss our ideas and brainstorm, which is pretty much happens every day, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Right. Well, and that's the beauty of, of being able to just kind of immerse yourselves in, in this. And, and, and that, that it's not impossible when you're older, but it's way easier when you don't have all kinds of things that you've collected throughout your life, like, like family and, and, you know, those types of things. Oh yeah. I can't even imagine yeah. being a, you know, married man with two kids or something, right. you know, it, it would have just been so it was already difficult enough for me to drop everything and move out here in the first place. Exactly. You know, yeah. Let alone if I had a bunch of kids attached to my hip. Yep. It, oh, no, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm, I'm curious about that though. How, I mean, I, you guys obviously have plenty of energy and you're just going to race forward <laughs> no matter what anybody says, but I am curious. <laughs> Thank you. Well, well <laughs> you're welcome. It, it was meant as an observation, neither a, neither a compliment or a, uh, or a, <laughs> dig it's just who you are right? i'll take it as a compliment yeah, yeah no yeah, it's, sure. it is a compliment yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm curious what your families uh like what do your parents think about this or your extended family you know whoever your your sort of support structures are that that have been through you know been in your lives with you do they think you're you're totally freaking nuts or are they like do they think you're nuts and it's cool uh i would definitely say more of the second one uh yeah. you know any parent's going to be a little bit of skeptical about, <laughs> yeah. you know, some sure. startup accelerator says, Hey, you know, move seven hours away and, uh, you know, drop everything and, you know, start this company, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, but I would say, especially cause I know Chase's parents too. Uh, we're both of our parents just really, really, really supportive. Awesome. Uh, and yeah, have always, cause we've been again, working about our, at this for about a year. 
uh, well, you know, living at home or you know, living just outside of home or something like that. So they've always been kind of uh, in the same picture. They just sure. uh, it was it was something when we said, hey, uh, yeah, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, that's you know, cool. three weeks ago. Right. And, yeah. Right. That's yeah. Great. Right. This wasn't something where you had six months to sort of massage the message. It was. Yep. Yep. Here we go. Yeah. Well, I think it's great is, you know, one part I love about doing the show is that we get different kinds of people on the show. We have real experienced people uh, that come on and give their advice and this kind of thing based on, you know, years and years and years of experience. And then we have people, uh, guys like yourself that are in the experience that are experiencing it right now. And uh, it's great to see both sides of that. Um, I, I have one question too. So looking at VR, you know, and, and it's, it's, well, I don't want to say it's on the fringe or it's kind of, I guess it's a niche, you know, is, is it something that, you know, other small business owners should be thinking about as part of, you know, marketing their services or their product, you know, or something they could plan for the future? What do you guys think about that? Uh, it really just comes down to like what what uh, industry they're in. I mean, if you have like a brick and mortar, like small business, say you have like an ice cream store, a cool thing that you could do for VR is like you could set up a vibe there. And I mean, you could bring in a bunch of tra- bring in a bunch of people. You spend two thousand, three thousand on like a VR headset, and then you have entertainment to bring in all these other customers, which can generate more revenue. Especially if if you're in like a small town in like middle America. Sure. Um, but then as far as like other, it, it really, yeah, it really just depends on like what industry you're in. Um, and yeah. like these big businesses are taking advantage of it. Yeah. And I could see, you know, I used to, when I first got out of college, I was in the, the landscape construction architecture business. And, you know, if I could, you know, strap that, uh, you know, visor onto a potential customer and show them what their uh, house and their, you know, uh, landscape could look like if they wrote me a big fat check, I could, I, that would have been powerful. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, a lot of people don't see the untapped potential that virtual reality has, you know, beyond just, uh, necessarily education or entertainment, uh, especially yeah. when you're going uh, similar examples to how you're going to show off landscaping. Yep. Uh, you can be an engineer uh, anywhere and you're trying to show, show your supervisor what you did. And instead of it being, you know, a three dimensional object on a two dimensional screen, you can put on that headset and literally walk around it. Uh, just yeah. gives you uh, kind of an idea and puts it in perspective, you know, what things look like, the size of it, uh, et cetera. Yeah, that's great. And and I love your idea too. Even if it's not related to the business you're in, even if you have, you know, we had a question a couple weeks ago from a, uh, a woman that owned an ice cream store that was, you know, having a hard time competing, you know, with some stuff and coming up with different ideas. And, you know, you're saying, hey, just put one in as a, you know, just for marketing, just to draw people into the store. I think that's uh, it's a great idea. That's very cool. And it's great for like team, like teamwork. So um, what's pretty cool. So like uh, now when we do meetings, if we do a meeting and the person's not physically here, we have that. And like all the, everybody that works with us has a vibe. So they'll get in their vibe and we'll do our meetings in like virtual reality. Cause I mean, I can sit next to sit uh, with my virtual reality headset on TJ could be a thousand miles away at his computer. And then we both go in the virtual reality and I can like look on his computer in the VR and like, so I can see what he's doing if we're programming something. Yeah. It's like sitting next to each other in a room, uh, you know, sure. and it's even cooler just because the, with software, the sky's the limit, you know? So we just have like a, in that VR room, we have a giant projector in the back, you know, and I just hit oh, a button and all of a sudden, wow. boom, our sc- screens up. So we're doing, and I got to imagine this will be something that comes up for any big businesses or corporations is again, for meetings, 
anybody uh, working remotely. Yeah it, yeah, it just makes life so much easier. Even now, you see in big corporations, people doing video calls and all this other kind of stuff because their corporation might be in Japan, for example. Sure. You know, but being able to do it in virtual reality is, again, just that whole other leap forward of – uh, being able to yeah, being able to explain something to something right. to someone. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I that suppose the, the biggest hurdle there is making sure everybody's got a, a computer that's got enough horsepower to to actually make that experience work. Because right? we're not quite. That's the that to me that's the biggest. I mean, yeah, you got to get the headset, but your computer probably doesn't support this. Is well, the reality, yeah, and yeah. that's almost like the biggest uh, buy-in sort of. You know, sure. sure. Uh oh. That's to that cost, a good amount, no doubt. But um, you know, just this generation of graphics cards uh, have been able to actually push VR without you know costing just the graphics card fifteen hundred dollars or something like that. Right. You know, these consumer cards can do it uh, without it without it being ludicrously expensive. It's true. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, M- many computers sold today could do it. Yeah. So so you're right. In the next couple of years, this could be a. Um a much easier sell, if you would. Sure, right. And it's only going to get cheaper and cheaper. Right. You know, right. Every generation right. gets more efficient, uh, yep. puts out more, you know, put, can put out more frames. I think, and the biggest thing, too, is that even now the Vive headset uh, is 90 frames per second. The resolution's all right. You can definitely, it could definitely be higher. Sure. Uh, but by pushing those limits even farther, which makes that immersion factor much, much better, it's only going to require more and more GPU horsepower. Right. That's, uh, That's so, true. You know, so it's it's going to be also, uh, just with anything, it's going to be cool to see what it comes out in the future and, you know, how much VR can evolve in just a year. Yeah. yeah. So are you, are you guys doing stuff with augmented reality as well, where you're still, you know, seeing the, the real world around you and interacting with, with digital objects? Are you, are you have any plans for that? Uh, okay. Your- so we, we have a hollow lens and we, okay. we have it sitting in a, sitting in a drawer. I mean, it's all right. It's, <laughs> it's just not that good. I see. Yeah. To me, it's probably what VR in, it's kind of like, uh, the HoloLens is to augmented reality is kind of like what VR is to like the Samsung Gear VR, the, you know, the cell phone VR. Yeah. I see. uh, Which we almost kind of joke around and call the fake VR. It's just, you know, when we tell, you know, more of a 360 viewer. Yeah. You know, Uh, we're, we're going to be able, when someone, we ask someone, you know, have they tried VR and they say that we almost, almost kind of chuckle. It's just like you haven't experienced it, you know? Yeah. Like a cell phone can't put out the frames needed to give you that immersive experience. You're going to get, you're going to get motion sickness yeah 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 have you tried the hololens shannon i have not no i have not yeah i was at a dinner at ces and um robert scoble was there and he's crazy about vr and ar these days and uh and yeah he was you know there were only like 10 of us or something so he kind of passed around his hololens that he was messing with and it was like oh okay i see it's kind of a letdown (laughs) for five grand yeah that was it and he even said he's like you guys aren't going to be happy it took him you know it probably took him four or five minutes to configure the thing and get it all right so that he could say okay put your head in you know put this on your head and then see the little gnome or whatever dancing on the table it's like oh okay Thanks. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> not, not quite there. Yeah. You can definitely put it on. And as someone who's, I mean, definitely a nerd, like if Chase and I, uh, putting it on, we can definitely see the potential in it. It's mm. just unfortunately with the software and the fact that it's not hooked up to a computer, it's running off its own CPU and right. graphics card, you know, or. Yeah, but that but that is a great model, right? I mean, once we can get the tech there, having that 
having a self-contained VR thing totally or AR, whatever, you know, whatever it's going to be totally skips that. But my computer's not fast enough. Nope. Just get this. You can join our meetings. Doesn't even matter if you have a computer. Right. You know, here you are. So, I mean, I do think that's the future. It's just like you said, the the horsepower can't possibly be baked into that quite yet. Well, I think and that was one of the big things about VR not taking off really till. I mean, the Oculus was moving around in 2015 and then 2016, the Vive came out, which really, really shook the world of VR. Uh, And again, a lot of that was held back. We had the tracking technology or we had at least some really good tracking technology that would uh, at least work to, you know, some kind of decent standard, not necessarily what the Vive can do, but enough that you could move around and be more than a 360 viewer. But again, that issue was kind of bottlenecked by the fact that the most high-end graphics card was subpar and it still cost a thousand dollars you know sure yeah that makes sense that's great well you know it's it's awesome i love your enthusiasm and uh you've you've got a great story and i love hearing about your pivoting and adapting into new things and and you know getting into the accelerator it's it's awesome what's the best way for people to learn uh more about GovRed and to connect with you guys um, well, right now our website, we're getting ready to launch like the second version of our GovRed website. Um, okay. but we have a, we have a form like on our website. If you want to just go to www.govred.com, it's G O V R E D.com. There's a, uh, you can put in your email address and we'll, we'll send out like a newsletter when we drop the version two of our website. Nice. I'm all signed up. I'm ready. Cool. <laughs> That's cool. Well, you guys have been great to have on. Um, we'd love for you to come back uh, after you, you know, go through the, the accelerator and learn all that. Come back and, and talk to us and share your story, uh, how, how things went. And I'm sure, you know, you'll have pivoted even more and adapted and you'll have a great product that you're out there, uh, you know, out there selling. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be very cool. I I know a lot of small business owners that are interested in, you know, they, they, they are enticed by the concept of, you know, that type of investment and and that sort of thing, but there's always the hesitation. So you you guys are, you guys are living it. So you can come back and tell us how, how it did for you. Yeah. Awesome. We plan to. Cool. Cool, man. Cool. Thanks again. We appreciate it. Awesome stuff. Businessshow.co folks is where you can find us. And if you go to businessco.show slash Facebook, you can join our small business support group where we all help each other all the time stop by that's right keep living that charm life we'll see you next time